You are listening to the Seeking Wild Beauty podcast. My name is Harmony Nixon, and I'm a spiritual teacher and healer. And each week, I will be diving deep into topics about spiritual practices, embodied intuition, sacred creativity, conscious living, and the call of soul, all to help you unearth your deepest truth. So grab your journal and get cozy. Hello friends, I hope you all are doing well. Welcome back to the Seeking Wild Beauty podcast. So today's episode is a part of the poetry and the creative process series that I have going on right now where I have met poets on threads and I'm bringing them on to share their creative process and share their poetry. So today my guest, her name is Madeline and she has accomplished a lot and she is a younger woman. She is younger um, than the guests that I've had on so far. And I really love hearing the inspiration in her voice and all that she's accomplished so far. And it's just really exciting to be able to have such a beautiful range of diverse voices on here, sharing their process. It's, It's amazing is what it is. It's just amazing. So before we actually get into this episode, I found this little piece of writing from Julia Cameron from The Artist Way, and I wanted to read it to you because it's about the power of words, the power of writing, and the power of poetry. So this is called Words for It. I wish I could take language and fold it like cool, moist rags. I would lay words on your forehead. I would wrap words on your wrists. There, there, my words would say, or something better. I would murmur, hush, and shh, shh, it's all right. I would ask them to hold you all night. I wish I could take language and dab and soothe and cool, where fever blisters and burns, where fever turns yourself against you. I wish I could take language and heal the words that were the wounds you have no names for. Is that not beautiful? Really? It just captures such a beautiful image, and it really does feel like that. Does it feel like that to you guys as well? I don't know. Find me somewhere and, like, let me know. Does it feel like this to you? Like, when you are reading something, it's just holding you somehow, making things better. I just love it. So let's go ahead and dive into this episode so we can hear some fresh poetry from someone that you may not have heard of yet. And maybe you can go get their book and devour some new poetry and see what it can do for your soul. Hello, Madeline. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your poetry. Yeah, um, so I've grown up in Ohio. I've been in Ohio for pretty much my whole life. And I pretty much loved writing ever since I was younger. I think I was about 13 when I decided that I wanted to publish a book. So uh, I told my dad and he was like, yeah, let's get it done. So um, I put together a collection of poems. There's a hundred in my book and we sat down and got it published and everything. And then that was when I was 13. And so fast forward to now, like around last year in 2022, I decided there were some things I didn't like about the book and that I wanted to redo. So I went back and unpublished it and put together more poems in the collection and kind of combined the two. And at first, I wasn't really sure that I wanted to do that because I was like, "Mm, maybe I should just start new. 
But then I realized like, it'd be cool to kind of show a transformation inside of the poetry book. So like, you read the first half and you can tell like, okay, yeah, maybe she read this when she was younger. And then you read the second half and you can maybe say, okay, this is from now, but they still all come together as a piece. But um, yeah, so then in earlier, actually it was late 2022, early 2023, I think it was in December, I republished the book. It's titled Thoughts and Water, Feelings on Sand. And the book is pretty much, um, a lot of it is reflective on things that I've gone through uh, when I was younger. Um, and some of it is on stuff from having to deal with depression and I feel like a lot of that stuff I kind of had to go through alone. So it was helpful for me to kind of express it through poetry. And then my hope is, is that through other people reading it, they can say, okay, yeah, someone else has gone through this too. Um, this is, you know, they're reflecting on it and putting it into words and they went through it and they're still standing and still going. Oh, that's really beautiful. Amazing. So what have you learned from your creative process? Like, has it brought you obviously healing, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, as well as just, I would say my biggest lesson would have been not to put too much pressure on myself to make something specific or do it in a specific time frame. I feel like that take can take away from what it was meant to be in the first place. And that's something that I've had to learn over time is to not put pressure on myself. Like if it ends up a certain way and I wasn't expecting that, it was probably meant to turn out that way anyways. And if I were to try to put it into a box and, and try to make it something specific, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as original as the other piece that I made. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially without the pressure. I know it can be, uh, I don't even, I can't even tell you how many deadlines I've set for myself with this <laughs> current book that I'm writing. And it just, it just doesn't want to be held in a container like that. It just wants yep. to do what it wants to do when it wants to do it. So I understand completely. Yeah. So do you have a specific ritual or routine that gets you into the creative flow? So I don't really have a specific one. But I have found that getting a change of scenery has helped a lot. So like, let's say, you know, I usually write in my room, even just going out into the front room and maybe getting a cup of tea or something like that, or sitting on the front porch and writing, just getting that change of scenery helps a lot. Just to kind of recharge, I think also as far as like writing for like books and stuff, I think that doing the graphic art content side of things helps a lot too because I really uh, like doing that side like the art side the graphics and everything so when I go to do that before I start writing I feel like uh, or in, even in between writing like you know I might be stressed out don't really feel like writing I'll switch to that I feel like it really helps to keep the creative process flowing that way you know if you're stressed and don't want to write that day you don't have to write but now you can at least do something else to work towards your books still. Ooh, that's really good advice. I also find that having like multiple creative outlets is so important for the whole balance of everything. That's yeah. amazing that you do that. So what does the muse mean to you? So what it means for me is just a way, I feel like poetry 
has been a big way to turn something that might have been hard or a bad experience into something good. And um, I feel like that's one of the big reasons why I like doing it so much, even if it's like on super hard topics or not that positive. I feel like just the ability to take words and from and take an experience and take words and string them together to create something that's not bad. It's like this put together piece that you created from something that was not so great. I feel like the ability to do that is just super amazing. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I think turning pain into beauty is one of the most magical things about writing. Of you can be so heartbroken when you come to the page and you can have grief and you can have all of this weight, but as soon as you allow it to pour through, it turns into something that heals you. And I think that's really powerful. Absolutely. So what does your poetry mean to you? The main thing I feel like is like, so not only to help myself and have a creative outlet for myself, just to help go through things and put things into words, I feel like also a big thing has been to just try to connect with other people. Um, and actually, when I was younger and going through um, kind of the middle of depression, um, I actually started this page where I was reaching out to other people that were also going through depression and and trying to help them like, hey, you know, are you okay? And just trying to talk them through it and, and give them some piece, bit of hope. So um, I hope that my poetry can and has been able to do that for others and to just say, you know, you're not alone. Like, it's very hard to go through, but there are still some pieces of hope that you can grab onto. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love it when, I mean, I think any writer is connecting to the collective, whether they realize it or not. And that's really beautiful that, you know, your hopes are to bring a light to other people in those times as well. Would you like to read us some of your poetry? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, this one's titled Happiness in My Pocket. To see me back then when I was untouched with a bright sunshine smile that could light up the world and a sweet caramel center heart with kindness at its core. Free and wild, believing in fairies because they sounded cool. Taking food to the lady down the street who couldn't make meals for herself. Dancing to the beat of my own drum because my heart saw no pain, my eyes met no cruelty, and everything was as bright as the sun. I thought I willed, I wished it to stay that way, but slowly darkness crept in, my eyes saw too much, and my heart only knew pain. And my sweet caramel kindness evaporated as it got used and abused one too many times. My, my, my imagination got destroyed, deemed annoying by the warden, and people taught me I wasn't even a person. People took away my rights left and right, saw the pain in my eyes and told me not to fight, told me just to cry. Turn the other cheek, let them bleed you dry. To see me back then, to know me back then, to be me back then, one last time. My heart untouched, I would know what it was like to feel free and alive, to have happiness right there sitting in my pocket, ready to share it with the world. And then this next one is titled New Beginnings. In the depths of each painful crack, there lies a sunrise shining on the other side. Butterf butterflies and birds whispering of new beginnings, sprouting out from all the pain. Beautiful flowers that grow from the dirt. And this one is titled, Angels Need to be Protected. 
I am an angel and angels need to be protected, but I shall protect myself. I will water the flowers within my mind with sunshine and words that breathe light and life. I will be gentle with my glass-like skin and allow my wings to fly. I will feed my soul with new things and feed my mind with the mysteries of life. When things get hard, I will allow myself to take rest and cover behind my shield of light. I am an angel and will protect myself, protecting my love and light. This one's titled Apologies. It's easier to paint black on a white canvas than it is to turn a painted black canvas white again. There's not enough white apologies to cover all of the black paint to undo the poison left behind. Oh, wow, those are powerful. Thanks. So what is your process of uncovering and moving deep within? Because those are really beautiful and like at the core. Like, do you find that there are times that you're more like vulnerable and open or are there things that you have to do to make sure you stay open when you're in your writing? So I feel like I definitely, most of my deeper ones I wrote when I was feeling that emotion in some way, shape, or form. So like it might have not have been something that just happened, but maybe something else brought up the feelings or emotions for me. Um, or like it is, it just happened earlier that day and I'm now able to reflect on it and express it through writing. I feel like I haven't really found a way yet to still be open like that if I'm not feeling the emotion or going through it in some way, shape, or form. So, like, let's say it happened, like, months ago, and I'm just now trying to write it. I feel like it doesn't come out as good as if it's fresh. So that is something that I'm trying to figure out how to do is to just be able to go back and it's still, I'm still able to reach it, even though it happened a while ago. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So do you have any advice for any of the writers or poets that are listening? Um, yeah, I would definitely say a big one. And I know people say this all the time, but just write like literally just write if it, it it could be anything just get something down on paper and um you know a big thing that I do is to try to lead with emotions um and just let it let it be what it is I mean if it comes out a mess let it be a mess this even I mean you don't have to leave it the way that you wrote it at first you can go back and change it but just getting it down on paper and staying true to your emotions and letting them flow through you without having a block on them can be so beneficial absolutely beautiful so just getting it on the page first and then you know revising later right yeah 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 that is amazing I feel like a lot of people including myself for a long time I would write and edit at the same time and that isn't that's a no-go it's like two different yeah. things happening at one time so that's really amazing advice just to just to write get it out and you guys will be amazed at what happens <laughs> yeah you have anything else you would like to share with the community? I don't think so. My book is available on Amazon. That's titled Thoughts and Water, Feelings on Sand. If anyone's interested, uh, yeah. Awesome. Okay, we'll have all of your links below so everyone can find your book and your social medias and all of the things. But thank you so much for being here and I really appreciate you sharing your poetry and your creative process. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to book a healing session or mentor with me, you can go to my website at seekingwildbeauty.com. 
You can connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Seeking Wild Beauty. If you want to support this podcast and join a community of magical women on the healing path, go to patreon.com forward slash Seeking Wild Beauty. Here you can receive the support on your self-healing journey and become a part of the Story Weaver Circle that I host online every full moon, where we reweave the stories of our lives, letting go of all the old and embracing the new. I'll connect with you soon. I hope you have a lovely week. Thank you.